Hey, it's Margot Tantow here. Welcome to Windowsill Chats, a podcast for creatives and the creatively curious. I am so glad you're here. I've spent decades working with artists and being one myself. I've spent time in the trenches, figuring out the best way to get something made, how to put oneself out there, how to get your work noticed, and pull yourself up and face the next challenge. Windowsill Chats brings you creativity from a global perspective, as I talk in depth to friends I've met along the way. I'm here to bring their stories to you, as well as a few of my own, and see if there's anything you can pull out for yourself. Maybe a laugh, something you can relate to, and definitely a little bit more community for your quiet corner. So grab a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and join me over in my sunny windowsill. Yes, I need your trouble. Welcome to Windowsill Chats. I am so glad you are here with me today. I had the super enjoyable opportunity to chat with Kristen Elizabeth. Kristen combines coaching strategies with elements of creative expression and yoga to help individuals create their own version of wellness. She knows through experience that a life rooted in self-care and compassion creates a foundation for life that is meaningful and deeply fulfilling. Her work centers on supporting clients as they redefine their self-care practices, rediscover who they are, and reignite their belief in themselves. Kristen is a lover of nature and a seeker of joy. She feels the most fulfilled when she is connecting deeply with others, hiking through a forest, exploring creative practices, and laughing with her loved ones. She's an advocate of pausing throughout this journey of life to breathe deeply as we begin again and again. Kristen was born and raised in New Jersey and currently lives in Hong Kong with her partner and their beloved dog, Penny. And then, you know, I did a little more of a deep dive into Kristen's great website. I really loved these words. and I almost thought that they might catch her attention even more than Kristen's bio. Kristen is a warrior of unraveling and overcoming. Think about that for a second. In Kristen's words, just like you, I am a perfectly imperfect human journeying through this life in the best way that I know how, one deep breath at a time. Throughout my life, I have fought through layers of self-doubt, low self-esteem, and failed perfectionism. I have ventured deep within my thoughts, many times lost in overthinking. I have started and stopped, started and stopped, not always allowing myself the gift of seeing things through, but I have forged ahead time and time again in search of meaning and fulfillment. Through much personal development and many, many deep breaths, I have realized that these experiences and roadblocks have been some of my greatest teachers. It is in the questioning, soul-searching, and persevering where we learn and grow. It is where we reunite with ourselves and decide which way is forward. Keep staying the course. You are worth it. So I know that was a long introduction, but Kristen is just a wonderful, caring, kind, soft-hearted, lovely person. And I can't wait for you to meet her. So enough of me talking. Here's Kristen. I'm so glad to meet you. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, Margaret, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. 
Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, it's very early for you. You're all the way in Hong Kong, which is wonderful. <laughs> I must say, I, I have spent a lot, well, a good amount of time in Hong Kong because of work. I would go into China for uh, all to visit all sorts of factories and product development. And Hong Kong was always part of that. So I have a fondness for it. I even looked on the map like, where is she? There you are. <laughs> <laughs> where were you in relation to me? Just across the bay. We usually stay ah, on, on ah, the other side. But yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's been a very special experience to be here. Um, just a really good opportunity for growth in so many ways. And to see this part of the world has been so special and magical in some ways. So yeah, that's that. really great that you got to travel here too and explore. Yes, I feel very fortunate. And I think, you know, as we were talking before we press go, you know, sometimes those experiences and the opportunities take us places we wouldn't have expected or they wouldn't have necessarily been on our list, but there we are growing and changing and learning. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely um, just this once in a lifetime, beautiful opportunity that I, I never saw coming, which is much of what life is for us, I guess. Right. It's there's so many unexpected twists and shifts. And this just happened to be one of them that brought me to Asia. So mm, I yeah. really do think it's about embracing those. Mm -hmm. So you have a whole business based around sort of embracing the imperfections and the things that come your way. Tell me a little bit about your creative journey and how you ended up doing what you do. Yeah. So I am the founder of In Wild Bloom. I'm a yep. wellness coach who specializes in self-care. Um, my goal in working with people is really to help people see the good within themselves. I just through my professional career, through my life, just experiences with myself, I just realize how hard we can be on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And um, there's this constant strive to just get it right all the time, but it's mm -hmm. just this elusive thing that we chase after that's not really um, something that will always pan out to have everything just right. So we're really not just, in, as in charge of it as we would like to think we are. Yeah. Yeah. We have this expe expectation going into our lives that it's going to move in this direction that, that we visualize for ourselves and it doesn't always pan out. So yeah, it really is about embracing what comes our way and, and, um, just taking, our, taking good care of ourselves along the way so that we can prepare for those shifts in, in how life greets us. Mm -hmm. I agree. And so how did you find yourself kind of and I know you have training in, in, in the deep care of people and, and, and caring about people's lives, but how did you find yourself kind of down this path? Yeah. So as I was reflecting on this, there's actually been elements of coaching all throughout my professional career. So when I started, I began working in the social work field. And so throughout my career, I've worked in social work and education, um, and Throughout, I've worked with at-risk youth and families who are really struggling to, to see the good in themselves and to see the good in their lives and really needed somebody to just listen and be there and be supportive for them. Um, and what I've found is that it's this these different themes that come up for us, um, such as just our our inner critic or that voice inside our head that, that sometimes can be quite harsh. Um, 
or not pausing to take good and meaningful care of ourselves, um, or just not really knowing how to get started and mm-hmm. pursuing the things that we really want for our life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just found, found so many people struggling in these ways, um, and myself included. Mm-hmm. So I think just going going through my professional journey, connecting with friends, connecting with my family, and just doing some deep dives into my own self-care and and working with people to support myself through this journey as well has really um, led me to where I am now. So all these experiences have just lent themselves to culminate into this ability to offer these services to other people. Um, And now I'm able to fuse all of my passions together within the work that I do, which is really awesome. I love that. I really do think that when we're willing to turn the mirror on ourselves and say, okay, I need to pay attention to these things. This is coming up for me. What do I do about it? And then, then knowing that it's not easy and you can't, you can't plan it and perfection is, you know, not worth chasing, then being able to then help others with that is just so gratifying. You can turn those lessons inward and outward. And and I just think that's such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just that permission to be human and Mm -hmm. to let other people see that you are human. And uh, Marco, we were talking about this earlier, but just um, that chase for like striving for perfection. It's one of the biggest walls I think that I've had to break down myself. And there's, there's still, you know, times that come up that you want, it's so difficult to be a beginner sometimes. So Mm. being able to let down your guard and those walls and to just try something new or to just be, just be human. Um, that's why, uh, Glennon Doyle really resonates with me because I feel like she shares her stories in such a beautiful way. And Mm -hmm. she's just, she allows herself to be vulnerable and she shows the world that we are all humans. There really is no such thing as, um, perfection or having it all. We all are just trying to do the best that we can. I really feel like she's one of those people that just has pulled the walls down. And, mm-hmm. and it's just so real. And I, I really appreciate that. I, I struggle with that. I don't feel like I can always like, who am I presenting here? And, 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 and I don't mean like I come across as someone I'm not because I, I hopefully I don't, but I just, sometimes it feels like the storytelling is like, I'd rather tell somebody else's story. <laughs> Funny thing than my own, even though, you know, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where it's easier. It was always easier for me to sell somebody else's work creatively Mm -hmm. than sell my own. Um, and I, you know, built a whole life on that, but I also so respect the ability to just say, Hey, here's how it is for me. Here's where Mm -hmm. I am. And, and I love that too. In the, in the creative coaching that I do so often people are struggling with, what do I do? Am I ready? Shouldn't my portfolio look like this? I don't, you know, I'm comparing myself. It's over and over and over again, the same, same concerns, same, same hurdles that, that we're going through. And, and I think the the work you're doing and providing the services you're providing for people are just a really beautiful way to tap into that and say, oh, in this crazy path that I'm taking, these tools are probably more important than the paintbrush or the iPad pencil or whatever it might be, you know? So, um, how, how do you suggest kind of grabbing onto some of those and making them habits and, 
and, and then some about how to do that with you. Yeah. Um, so I think art has actually been one of my greatest teachers. So I infuse various forms of expressive modalities into my work with, with individuals. And that could involve uh, a type of movement. Like for me, it's yoga or mm-hmm. um, expression in writing. Um, and then, and then this theme of art and it's because art has been one of my greatest teachers in my life. Mm. Um, I, wanted to take ceramics since I saw the movie ghost mm-hmm. as a child that it really stuck with me. I <laughs> so, love that. <laughs> so I just, I had seen the wheel and I just always wanted to try it. And so I started taking ceramics classes last year mm. and there I was in my overalls and my wedged clay and ready with my, my sphere to throw it on the wheel. And that thing just would not center. <laughs> it would not center. And it was frustrating. And it was yeah. just this, realization of that you're a beginner of course it's not supposed to look good it should look wobbly right now (laughs) oh it would be amazing and miraculous if it was this perfect vase (laughs) suddenly so um yeah so I say it's my greatest teacher because it really it's it's how you hold your body when you're holding the clay it's how you're breathing it's how you're connecting with the wheel and and being present in the situation so I feel like being able to infuse all of these tools, um, can, can lend themselves into the art that we produce and create. It can be what we do as we're ready to press post and send our message into the world. It can Mm -hmm. be just a tool to help ease the mind. So I honestly feel like it all starts with the breath and Mm. loosening up of the body and being able to be fully present when you are creating and just learning to really refine the voice in our head, um, that voice in our mind and, and shifting the tone of it. So instead of having a voice that is that is really questioning our every move and being harsh and hard on us and critical, um, just being able to shift it to one of acceptance and being able to look at our, our errors or mistakes or being human as just a part of the process. Um, I've been thinking a lot lately about the theme of, of expressing ourselves more openly and being able to be vulnerable with people. Mm. Um, and, I started to realize that if we continue to hold ourselves back because of this idea of something needing to look a certain way, or if it's not meeting our expectation, then there's somebody out there who is not really able to see the work that you're producing. So someone Mm. who might need to see an artist who is also human will never be able to see that if you don't release it into the world or someone who needs to read your words and your expression Um, and your thoughts, it could resonate so much and land with someone. But if you are waiting and holding off on, on pressing your send button in your newsletter or um, publishing something that's meaningful to you, they'll never read them. So I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Oh, I love that so much. That really resonates with me. I think so often, and, and like you said, it's your portfolio or putting art into the world or throwing that clay on the wheel and centering it or pressing, you know, post. And the most important thing that I try and repeat over and over again to the people I work with is, well, or on this podcast, just be yourself, you know, be Mm -hmm. as much of yourself as you can connect with what, however you do connect. And you, you know, you might've had an upbringing where you weren't, um, it wasn't a comfortable place to do that. Um, or you weren't, inspired to or, or encouraged to, 
or you might have as well. There's so many people that I know, or we've had conversations with that, you know, thought, oh, I need this kind of career because it's what a career should be. And my art will be secondary. And then when they can stop and bring their art to the forefront, just something inside feels so much more complete. But at the same time, no matter if we've done it our whole life or have waited to show up in a different way, it's, it's that comparison thing, or am I doing this right? And so I think if you can find those little moments to hold on to where you're taking care of that thought and you're, you're putting it somewhere that, you know, you're, you're caring for it in the right way. Um, then it's, it's, that's how you start to move forward through it. And, and it does take reminding and it does take work. But I think one of the other beautiful things about this creative community is it's a kind, loving, caring community. We, Mm -hmm. we have each other's back. So it doesn't take very long to find somebody that will remind you of that. I think. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's part of it too, is, is building up your community or reaching out for support when you need it. Um, and having that, that other voice there that can help to encourage you. So I do speak a lot about, um, really starting to develop a sense of, um, validation for ourselves and being able to, Uh, build our self-esteem, but sometimes, especially in the beginning, it can be challenging to do that. Mm -hmm. And we might need those extra words of encouragement from our people um, Mm -hmm. to know that we are enough and just have those reminders as we build up those skills to feel it for ourselves. Yeah, it's really true. And I think too, when you're balancing anything that a lot of your energy is going somewhere else, a relationship that might or might not be giving you what you need or kids that are taking energy or aging parents or a job or whatever that might be even more important to remind yourself of the ways to take care of, of your mind and your body and your, and your spirit, you know? And I, and I think having somebody like you in, in, in one's corner who that's really your work, then that's where the reminders can be more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's just really wonderful to have somebody that, you know, is, is by your side and rooting for you and there to just be a listener. If that's what you need to just be a deep listener and to take what you, what you have on your mind and to, and to be able to mirror it back to you. Cause coaching is really, it's deep listening and it's um, thoughtful questioning. So it's, it's Mm. helping your client to dig deeper and to see, um, where, where these ideas or where these feelings are coming from and what do they really want their life to look like? And if we consider our, our optimal ideal idea of what wellness is for us, um, starting to question what that looks like and what are some habits and activities that can help lend itself to that idea or that vision. I love deep listening and thoughtful questioning that that's an important thing to do. And it's easy often not to, but, but when we are putting ourselves in that place where we're reaching back down to, to do what we love to do, it it has, it it just comes up because you can't just skate over that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, talk a little bit about, um, if you would comparison and, and how to kind of navigate that. Cause I think that comes up so often for people where they're feeling like, Oh, I'm not ready. Or maybe I shouldn't post this piece of art to the rest of the gallery here because I've looked and everybody else's feels so good. What are some ways to, to combat that? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I think everyone struggles with that, especially in in the way that we have set up society today. Everything is really on display. So it's easy to just plug in someone's name, maybe someone it's it's your uh, someone who inspires you and to look and see what they're writing or to see what they're creating. Um, yeah. It's, so it's easy because all of those images are really, really easily uh, readily available to us. I, I think it's, it's just really starting to shift the conversation in your mind. I think a lot of it comes back to mindset and the way that we treat ourselves, um, the way that we look at what we're creating and being able to validate ourselves. So looking back at our, our writing, if it's, if it's writing for us and, and looking at uh, personal essays. So I love to write personal essays and it's, it's my opportunity to, to be vulnerable, to reflect back on my life, to reflect back on my life and see what this journey has been like so far and how I've handled difficult situations and navigated. Um, and when I use that as an example, my journey is very different than other people's. There's elements that are alike along the way, mm-hmm. I'm sure, as we are all human and we experience relationships and we experience success and beauty, but also hardship and challenge. Um, but my specific journey is different. So maybe if we look at it like that and just, you know, we, we are a different human being, we have different experiences that lend themselves to what we create. So Um, what we put into our work, I think there's a unique beauty in that because it's something that only we can create. So I feel like if we start to, to change the dialogue and, and to talk more in terms of, um, looking at ourselves as, as unique beings that bring something and offer something beautiful to the world, then I think that can help. I totally agree. And I think it's our perspective and our background that makes us unique in that journey and brings value to it. And, and sometimes I think that's often the hard thing to, to come to grips with. Well, but do I have value? Yes. Because, well, first of all, you're human. Every human story is important, no matter what it looks like, no matter if it aligns with something you grew up with or not. I think the really fantastic part certainly about the creative journey, but the human journey at all, but creatively the story that you tell, and we all know this by being asked to draw the same thing, you know, paint this pair on this blue plate. Well, it's going to look different from everyone. And and that's because of the skills, the stories, the, the filter that we're looking through and our own thoughts and whatever it is. So I think that's important to remember. And really important to remember the value that you bring to it. And I, Mm -hmm. and I think if everyone could say, you know, find the mantra that they have value, then it, it makes that comparison a little easier to take. It's, and that's sometimes some days that's a struggle, but it's true. It's a hundred percent true. It is. Yeah. It can be, it can be difficult and it takes work to be able to really live in that way, but it's so worth it. And I, as you were, as you were talking, I guess the thought of, um, if we all created something that looked exactly the same, (laughs) how boring that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Art is meant to be this, this beautiful expression of ourselves and to be able to let that flow just openly is so wonderful and amazing. That's, that's what it should be about. Just about our, you know, our personal journey and, and letting elements of that 
infused into the work that we put out into the world. I agree. I feel like for, and for some reason, I don't know where I picked this up along the way, but I always felt like when I drew, I really wanted it to look like what I was seeing. And I didn't feel like it always did because of course it was coming out in with whatever skill level or, you know, point of view I was having, but some, I also find some of my very most favorite art is that work that doesn't resemble what it is. It's got the quirkiness in it. It's got that personality of the person who painted or drew it. That's, that's, creativity to me is when you can put your, your stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that so much because I think it is easy to look at this uh, beautiful drawing that someone's made and maybe it does really look like a person's face. And that can be so challenging to draw a, uh, the, the eyes or the nose or um, yeah. So just the fact that it doesn't all have to look the same way, I think is such a wonderful permission for anybody listening just to create it in your own way. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just trying, I'm thinking of some other creative um, kind of roadblocks or human roadblocks we might have, you know, just, am I doing enough? Am I being, am I showing up how I should? Am, am I living up to this or that person's ex- expectations or my own? And I think all of that with the grace of, as you say, deep breaths and inward focus and a practice of something that, that you can kind of lend your mind to is such a positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really necessary. And, and the reason self-care is so important to me is because I feel like when, when we're trying to pull from emptiness, when we're not really pausing to, to be still or to breathe deeply or to care for our bodies and our minds, it's really depleting. It's really hard to pull from a place of, of not feeling grounded or not feeling really nurtured for. Um, and I just think it's, it's really incredible that we can take care of ourselves. We can, we can create practices in our lives that help us to feel better and to Mm. feel more full. Um, and it's, it's different for everybody. So while I have these activities that, that work really, really beautifully for me, such as yoga or some form of, of movement in the woods and, and hiking in nature, um, it might be dancing for someone else, or it might just be moving their shoulders around and having a seat. And so that's the wonderful thing with coaching too, is it's so individualized and, and people can really start to dive into what is, what does it mean to be them and and how do they want to care for themselves? Because it's just like everyone's art is different. The way that we care for ourselves and show up for ourselves has to be different so it can meet what we need. Oh, I'm so glad you said that because again, that's just another area where you might say, oh my gosh, I should be able to, you know, do this move or dance this way or swim 50 laps or whatever it is, but it's going to be what's right for you. So what does Mm -hmm. that look like? As long as you're making the attempt to do that care in some way. So go ahead. And no, it's everyone, everyone's body is different. Everyone has mm-hmm. different um, things that they're able to access or to do and different things that they enjoy doing. So yeah. it's going to look different from person to person. Yeah. And again, it's permission. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the, some of, what are some of the ways you've developed um, that, that you help people with that and that people can work with you? 
Yeah. So just from the start, it's really about getting to know each other. So it's just setting um, a foundation for uh, just a, a trusting partnership, um, being able to build rapport and making someone feel comfortable just being themselves. So really mm. starting to develop self-awareness around um who am I? What, like asking deep questions about what makes me feel good. If I was living, um, in my optimal form of wellness, what would that look like? What would Mm. that feel like? Um, who would be around me? So just asking, asking questions to help people really dig deep and to really think about, um, how do they want their life to look? What does living a meaningful life look like to them? Mm. I love that. And, and you were saying you have, you have some workshops and some programs that, that you teach, right? Yeah. Um, so I offer the reset workshop series. So this is a monthly series. It's absolutely free because I want it to be accessible to everyone. Um, and it's really meant to offer different tools for people to take along with them. So every month is a little bit different. We took a break in January just to reset for the new year and to coast in. Um, but I'll be starting again in February. So, so every month offers a different tool for people such as yoga or breathing exercise is, hmm. um, some form of an art or writing. So recently I had just infused, like wove together yoga with a meditation and then writing. And so it's really to help people just develop some of these skills or even just explore them if they've never tried before. Um, but it's also, it's more than that. It's also about bringing together community and trying to create a positive atmosphere for people to feel some connection. I feel like the last few years have, have, while we're very connected online, sometimes those connections aren't always able to take on a, a deepness that people might need to feel. Yeah. So it's also about creating a positive space for people to mm-hmm. um, connect with others. Oh, I love that. And do you just, have you found it successful to do that? Just meeting over zoom or how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. they've all been over zoom so far and hopefully one day they will be in person. <sighs> um, but living in Hong Kong right now, it's, it's, it's opened my eyes to just really how big the world is and how, how connected we can be virtually. So yeah. being able to be here, but also have workshops that are offered for people all around the world is a really wonderful way to meet other people and, and to learn from each other. So yeah, it's actually been a really wonderful experience so far. I love that. You know, you have some words to describe you that you put on your about page. Do you mind if I read those? Yeah, sure. I love these words. And just, you know, this to me, it tells me a lot about who Kristen is and just kind of how she views the lens with which she looks at the world and what she thinks is important. Deep thinker, creator, teacher, coach, encourager, writer, belly laugher, explorer, searcher, daughter, sister, aunt, partner, dog, mama, friend, adventurer, (laughs) nature lover, student of life, hiker, yoga enthusiast, vegetarian, dancer, shower singer, divorcee, queer, warrior of unraveling and overcoming. And I just love that so much. I just think what a great exercise to even like to sit down right now, whoever's listening, (laughs) take 10 minutes after this is done. And right. What are those words that mean something to you? And what's your kind of call to action? You know, warrior of unraveling and overcoming and shouldn't have even have said call to action. That's such a, you know, word of that everybody uses, but that I just feel like if you can be your own warrior of unraveling and, and, and ac- 
action uh, and overcoming, then what a gift. And to help and share that with others. It's just, we just don't take, we just don't slow down. These are all things that we struggle and grapple with daily. And we Mm -hmm. don't stop and slow down enough, I think, to call them out and to, and to kind of embrace them and and see what we can do with them. And I love that so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that too. I think that that idea for the exercise is, is really lovely. I think, mm-hmm. and that's part of, of seeing our, our good. We can be so hard on ourselves sometimes and um, just constantly in the motion of, of going forward in life. And sometimes if we can just pause and be still and just sit with what is and see ourselves for just the wonderful human beings that we, we are. And yes, we have challenges and yes, there are struggles that we face and, um, how amazing that we also have the ability to overcome these things and, uh, to be able to look at ourselves and to see ourselves for, uh, someone who enjoys belly laughing, who can Mm, just have this cackle from a a friend telling a joke or, (laughs) Um, someone who loves to just belt it out and karaoke with their friends or who loves to go dancing, or those are all really special things about us. So if we can pause and reflect on all of the amazing and wonderful and fun things that make us who we are, I think it's a really wonderful gift to ourselves. I so agree. And, And then I think we have to remind ourselves that our people are going to love us for those things. Mm. Those are our people, you know? Yeah. And if, if somebody doesn't quite fit into that, then then maybe they'll, they won't be as, as close of a friend or something, but we're so supported in all the ways that we are. And they're mm-hmm. all, they're all perfectly fantastic. Yeah. And I love that. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Me too. Thanks so much for sharing. Thank you so much. I just love it. I do. You know, I, I really, I and super enjoyed reading your website and all the things you do. And you have, um, Kristen has a wonderful blog and it's in wildbloom.com. So make sure you look at that when we're done because it's, it's worth it. And I love, I would love to join in on, on your journey and these monthly happenings that you have. I think that sounds so cool. I would love to have you there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to put that on my calendar. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. Share with me who's inspiring you right now. And and it's certainly fine to have more than three. I love that too. <laughs> I do. I, it's hard to limit this. Um, it, is. it changes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to start with my people. Uh, you had mentioned, you know, your people will love you for who you are. And I just have been able to form this really wonderful circle of people around me that have been there to support me through some really challenging experiences in life and who have stayed connected with me as I've Mm. traveled across the world and who reach out and check in and cheer me on. And I just, I think that that's probably where I should begin because Mm. they just make me feel like I can be fearless and like I am enough. And sometimes like you had mentioned before, we need that. We need that reminder. We need those good people in our lives to cheer us on. So love you guys. Mm, Um, for sure. Yeah. And I have to, I guess Mark Nepo, he wrote the book of awakening and it's Mm. a book that I I've had for many years now. And the same copy has traveled with me as I've moved homes, as as I've traveled to Hong Kong, it's here with me now. Um, but it's, just this beautiful book with different teachings and it's helped me through divorce. It's helped me through coming out later in life through 
owning who I am as a human, um, being able to sit in stillness and to feel my emotions. And mm. it's just such a beautiful, um, poetic book. And I love his teachings so much and what he offers. I love how you said you can open to any page and you're going to find words that are just right for what you need. Yes. It's amazing. It's amazing how someone mm. can do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I love that book. So um, I'm going to say it again. It's Mark Nepo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the book of awakening and yeah, we'll have that in the show awakening. notes too, but I can't wait to, to look at that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Sarah Blondin. She is a spiritual teacher. Um, she shares meditations on insight timer and I, I found her more recently. So I'd say in the last couple of months, I've really been enjoying insight timer, mm-hmm. um, and her teaching specifically, she is a wonderful writer. And I feel like listening to her voice is soothing and her teachings. And, and she focuses a lot on also what it means to be human and having mm. allowance for that and just having grace with ourselves. And, and one of her, one of her readings that I think is so beautiful is, um, make, make it sacred. And Mm. it's about making your life sacred. So just every part of our experience of living, like if we were to look at it as if it is this beautiful opportunity to just witness the world around us, um, what would that feel like? And and so I really recommend her, her Mm. readings and teaching. She's great. Yeah. And then, um, Lisa Congdon, I have to mention, because that's how I found you, Margo. I love Um, that. Yeah. So I, I just started reading her books and looking at her Instagram and I love how she teaches people that regardless of your age, regardless of who you are, regardless of who you love, that you are worthy and capable of, um, being in this world and, Mm sharing your gifts with the world. And it doesn't matter if you started a career in something completely different. If you have a passion that speaks to you and that lights you up, go for it. Whether that becomes your, your job, or if it's a hobby or something that just makes you feel good and smile to just infuse it into your life in some way. And so, yeah, I really love her and she brought me to you. So that's how, when I was searching for uh, more of her words, I found your podcast. And so, yeah, so I'm super grateful. You said that so well. I think you encapsulated that so well. I will share those words. That's, that's, that really is cool. Thank you. And I'm glad you found me through her. I, she is a dear friend and somebody I respect so much for those very things. And, Mm -hmm. and to have that reminder that you can really at any time be that person that you're thinking of being inside. That's, it's an important reminder. Yeah. It's powerful. It's very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And then Glennon, who you mentioned before, which is Glennon. Yeah. (laughs) Just permission to be human permission to, yeah. Yeah. To just try to, um, be vulnerable, to show other people that, that you do struggle, but that you also overcome. Yeah. And it's okay to have an up day, a down day, five in a row, you know, question this, not understand that love this embrace that. Yeah. She's so refreshing. I'm so glad we are here at this time where we have this wisdom that we can take Mm. in. Yeah. Yeah. And thank yeah, you for sharing too. yours. I, I look forward to more of that. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. 
And I can see the sun's coming up behind you. Yeah, you got to see it rise. So Kristen's sitting in front of her <laughs> beautiful window in Hong Kong and there's tree silhouettes in the back and, and now the sun is coming up. So it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for waking up early to share your wisdom with us. Oh, this is the most beautiful way to start my day. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. That's it for this episode of Windowsill Chats. Thanks so much for being here with me. It's just so great to be able to bring you these conversations with the fantastic people and wonderful friends that I've met and made along the way. Make sure you subscribe to Windowsill Chats on your favorite podcast app and please share it with a friend. And if this episode spoke to you, I'd really appreciate it if you would also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can just go to the bottom of the episode you've just listened to, and it'll let you leave a review. If you have any questions or want to check out more details or inspiration that we talked about, head over to the show notes at windowsillchats.com or tantowstudio.com. They'll both take you to the same place. I can't wait to share more stories with you again next week. I value your time and I absolutely believe in your potential. Have a great one, everyone, and stay creatively curious.